Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday, December 8th, 2023. Today is obviously December 5th. We pre-recorded this because Lauren and I are attending a wedding and Lauren is the maid of honor in said wedding. And so today on Friday, we are at a rehearsal lunch. Actually, it's not even a rehearsal dinner, it's a rehearsal lunch. So, um, which I thought was pretty great, actually. Um, most of the time people do rehearsal dinners. Uh, maybe more people should do rehearsal lunches. So if you did a rehearsal lunch and you got married, let us know in the comments. <laughs> Because uh, I'm curious if more people do that than not. So, um, but today is episode 347, and um, I'm super excited about today's topic. Um, it's gonna be great. And then also, guys, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to follow the Elijah Fire Podcast on Spotify. That'll really help us out. And then like this, rate it uh, wherever you're listening to it, uh, whatever podcast pa- platform you're listening to it. So, um, also, guys, anytime you donate to ElijahStreams.com/slash/donate. That keeps this afloat at five days a week. And we so appreciate your guys' generosity and believing in this ministry. Um, it means a lot, um, but we also um, take a portion of your donation. We put it into our Waterwell efforts, our partnership with Show Mercy International in Uganda and beyond. And so we're going to play a quick video on that, and then we're going to get going. In the midst of Rose and her friend Kamiati's joyous celebration of the drilling of a new water well. A painful memory from Rose's past comes to mind. Both Justine, Rose's daughter, and Amina, Kamiati's daughter, would routinely get up early in the morning in order to make the trek to the closest water source. As the girls were collecting water one morning, Justine ventured too far into the deeper water and tragically drowned. It's been seven years since Justine's untimely passing. There hasn't been any other options for water. But that's all changing. The prayers of Rose and her friends for a pure, clean water source have been answered, and they are overwhelmed by God's goodness. This new water well is the result of the generosity shown by you, our Elijah Streams partners. The difficult journey to the polluted water source for Rose and her neighbors is almost at an end, and it's because of you. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com donate. Or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. So thank you guys again for your donations. Never underestimate meeting a basic need like clean water. Uh, It's doing a lot more than maybe you realize. Sometimes we take it for granted, turning on our tap and not running risk of waterborne illness. So thank you guys so much. Um, Also, I just wanted to remind you one more time. We've been talking about it all week that we have merch elijah fire has merch so you can go to elijahshopper.com that's elijahshopper.com type in in the search elijah fire all one word and boom you'll see it all pop up Um, or you can do the easy way and you can click the link directly to all of our merch which is in the description under the stuff we talked about section Uh, you can't miss it it's right there boom you can click it take it right there you can do it right now while you're listening um and we've got shirts, men's and women's shirts. We have a mug and we have five stickers, which you can buy in a pack, which is a better deal than buying them individually. But we wanted to give people the option to do it individually if you wanted an extra K-Buy sticker, which is my favorite one. Because uh, many of you are aware, I always say that at the end of every episode. And so now you can slap K-Buy on people's bumpers and run away i don't advise it but you could if you wanted to um or you could put it on whatever um so yeah um very excited about it we're so thankful for you guys's patience it's been like two years of requests and two years worth of attempting or more like a year and a half worth of attempting and it's just you know there's a lot of moving parts and uh so we're really excited about it guys so link is in the description to that or you can go to elijahshopper.com and you can uh, just type in Elijah Fire and you'll see it'll pop up. I also want to point out, we have not received the merch yet. Um, so it is technically a pre-order. Um, so yeah, um, just keep that in mind as well. And just be patient with us just a little bit longer as we get it to you. We're working extra hard, double time to get it out to you. So, all right, guys, I'm really excited about today's guest. We've been trying to get her back on for some time. 
and there's been cancellations on our part, on her part. It's been a mutual cancellation kind of a thing. And the day has finally arrived. So uh, she's a preacher, she's a life coach, and she's a counselor. Let's give it up for our guest today, Marty Meyer. Marty, welcome back. So good to see you. I know. Last time I think you were on, I think my sister, my right. sister was doing Jen. Well, she did a great right. job. Oh, she's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, both she's, good. she's really good. So, Marty, what are we talking about today? You know what? Today's topic, I mean, there's several ways, several different avenues, but the main thing that's on my heart today, Jeff, is, um, and something that I've been seeing as I speak and as I work with yeah. women, um, it's just the agenda that the enemy has for people, the, the attack against their thought life and and really what it boils down to is um is god really who he says he is it's that age old question that started right in the beginning of genesis um and every single thing that that i encounter in coaching and counseling even when i'm speaking it could all be traced back to that question Mm. and that moment um, and I think we've all experienced it to some degree or another. I, I know, you know, in my own life, because of my own journey, um, I was homeless, you know, yeah. lived in my truck, shower rod in the back with my clothes. I had many, many, many moments yeah. where I had that question, God, do you right. really see me? Are you really good? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I'll say this, Marty, um, you were saying, you know, just in your your interactions with women and um, doing a lot of the gatherings that you do that thought life has been a big area that's been attacked as a guy i would say and maybe it's just the nature of what i do here um at elijah fire but i would say that's been like one of the biggest areas i've been attacked in in the last uh, probably the last couple of years but especially the last several months is just like you know, being very vigilant on like, hold on, like I have the mind of Christ and who does God say I am and not, you know, whatever crazy lie Satan's trying to tell me, which is funny because it's a lot of times. And I think a lot of people would attest to this too. Satan's not a very creative guy and he'll tell you the same, the same lie over and over again, or the same couple. And he'll just alternate between them. And, you know, like, so it's really important that we know, we know the truth. We know what God is yeah. saying about us, you know, and is God really who he says he is? And if he is, right, I don't need to be bound to this thing anymore. I don't need to listen to that anymore, whatever right. it is. Right, right. Yeah. When, when we begin to understand the nature of God's heart, mm. you know, who he is towards us, that definitely creates a mind shift. Because so often, and we've been guilty of it uh, in our preaching of the gospel, you know, God can come across as harsh, demanding, I mean, almost narcissistic, if I'm going to be super honest. Yeah. You know, here's the list of demands. And and that that can often happen when the person delivering that message, you know, is talking to a certain group of uh, people, and that might not be be clear. Or they don't, they don't really know. And they're just strictly going by what they've heard. And so when you strip all that away and, and, and it's just you and that question, God, who are you? And we we're in pursuit of him and we read the word and we ask him to show himself. I'm telling you things begin to happen and we begin to see his heart and his nature and his love for us in a way that a lot of us you know, have kind of drifted away from because we start to capitalize on things that are important, but they're, but they're not the foundation of why Jesus came, why God created us. And it's really important to get back to that without knowing God, his heart. It's really difficult to know ourselves Yeah, because our whole identity is found in him. And we say that but then to stop and pause. So how, how do I view him Hmm. and what do I know about him? Because I don't know everything there is to know about God, but there are some things that are really, really clear in the Bible. And, you know, if if we go back to uh, Genesis, 
you know, God created. And every single day after he created, he stepped back, took a good look. And what did he say? It is good. Mm -hmm. It is good. And then on the sixth day, he created man and woman. And he stepped back and he said, it is very good. In fact, in the New Living Translation, it actually says it is excellent. Mm. It's excellent. And so one little word, you know, it is good. And then here we are. And he says, it is very good. And so from the beginning, we know that God makes absolutely no apologies for who we are. And that's right off the start. Mm. It is very good. I love what I have designed, what I have created. Mm. And and I, I think one of my favorite um Parts of Genesis 1 is, is how God walks in the cool of the day to talk with Adam. The fact that Adam could hear him walking is so powerful. And then, of course, we see in Genesis 3, the serpent comes, says to Eve, did God really say that you can't yeah. eat? tree right because god was very specific you can eat from everything just not this one the enemy comes did god really really say because if he really really said it why did he say that hmm. perhaps he's withholding yeah perhaps he's keeping something from you what could that be and yeah. and i'm paraphrasing here but when we go back to genesis when God created Adam and Eve, he said, it is very good. But he also said what? That he was going to create us in his image and likeness. And one of the things that the enemy says to Eve is, if you partake of this, you will be what? Like, like God. God. Mm -hmm. She already was. Right. Yeah. He already was. Mm -hmm. We were already created in his likeness, in his image. Yeah. And here comes that temptation, right? Did he really say, mm -hmm. why are you not allowed? If you do this, you will be just like him. And then it talks about how her desire for that came forward, came to the forefront, right? And, and this happens to this day. There's a question. There's a seed planted in our thoughts. What is God withholding? What does he not want me to have? Now, if we even lean into that, we start questioning his goodness. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. Really good. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe he is, but what's he withholding from me? What do I, what do I need to do to really figure that part out? Mm -hmm. And so Adam and Eve disobeyed God. They sinned. Death came to their spirit. What happens next is so important because that same sound, I love this. This is the response of God. Mm -hmm when we mess up. And so maybe my question is, when you mess up, when you find yourself addicted, cycling back into something that God has freed you from, and you begin to feel that shame, you begin to feel that guilt, and you want to go and hide. When that happens, I'll, I want to ask you, how do you see God approaching you? Hmm. In, in that moment, not your cleaned up version, your messy version, how does God approach you? Because that is key to how we view him. And when Adam and Eve hid and they had disobeyed, we heard, we, we read the same thing. God begins to walk because Adam again heard him walking. Like what an incredible sound that must have yeah. been. He didn't run to Adam and Eve. He didn't yell at them. He didn't come full on raging. Where are you, Adam? Yeah. Right. How dare he, you? He, right. He yeah. was calmly walking. Adam, where are you? His mm -hmm. approach. I mean, he wanted to come close. And that's that's very important for us to understand because when we're dealing with our wounds, when we're dealing with pain, when we're dealing with trauma, and we're so hyper aware of how we fall short. And Jeff, this is really important that that we are aware of these areas in our life that 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 must come under God's rule and reign, but not because he wants to shut us down and wants to just put a bunch of rules on us. No, it's for our freedom. It's for freedom that Christ has set us free. 
right? When we realize that when we're so messed up, the accuser who's the enemy who says, you better not come out of hiding. You're in big trouble. You're in big trouble. And God's super disappointed in you. How dare you? And he comes and accuses us with, you know, shame and guilt and condemnation. And here is God doing what he did with Adam every single day, walking towards him because he wanted to communicate with him. I'm telling you, that is absolutely beautiful. Wanted to speak with him, mm. wanted to talk with him. Mm -hmm. Where are you, Adam? What's going on? Adam heard the same sound, God walking. What, what does Adam say? I heard you and I hid because of what? I was afraid. Mm -hmm. Okay, he heard the same sound, God walking towards them. But after he disobeyed, he became fearful. So we see that when we disobey, when we sin, when we're caught in our addictions, when we're caught in our traumas, and, 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 and what we once heard spiritually, Right, God coming towards us, and, and, and we're like, yes, God, I draw close to you. And then when we mess up and we, we sense God wanting to come back close to us, we're like, no, God, don't. We're messed up. Don't. Don't come close. Right? Mm -hmm. Now that's our soul speaking. Yeah. Because our mind, our will, and our emotions, we will always dissect every little thing that, that, that goes on. It's really difficult for us to understand God's love for us when we're operating in that realm. And yeah. that's the beauty of the cross. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus didn't just come and die for our sins so that what? We could have a ticket to heaven, right? Truly, that's awesome. And that's a benefit of the cross. But he came to restore us back to our original intent and design. Mm -hmm. You are my son. You are my daughter. You are created in my likeness. You are my image bearer. What's the enemy's biggest strategy against us? That we would doubt that we're qualified. Yeah. That we are not his image bearers. And that we have actually no right to be his image bearers. Because he's going to remind us every single time he can of all of our flaws of where we are wounded, of how badly we're addicted. And then he's going to trip you up into thinking that you can't be free. And I see right. this all the time. Yeah. And I do think that that is an agenda of, of the enemy is like, especially if he's like, okay, well, they already said yes to Jesus. They've already been, yeah. you know, forgiven, but I'm just going to keep them miserable until they die, you know? And right. And the amazing thing about continuing to focus your eyes on, on the Lord is that you rise above any sickness you're currently going through yeah. or, or any hardship you're dealing yeah. with, like that God is greater than that. And there is a peace and a lightness that comes from abiding yeah. in his presence. This doesn't mean that doesn't mean that right. that stuff always goes away. Like, right. yeah, it's amazing to see healing. Yeah. It's amazing to see yourself pass through something, but, some of you guys are actively going yeah. through some rough stuff. Uh, Lauren and I are actively going through some yeah. rough stuff, you know, um, but God is still good. And, and yeah, there's this, this lightness that comes from being in his presence of being able to cast yeah. your burdens on him and, and get that, that yoke that's easy, that burden that's light. Yeah. Um, and sometimes yeah. you have to do it like 500 times in one day. <laughs> so, well, you, you, you do yeah. because, because it's an actual muscle, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like so oftentimes our, our default mode is, okay, I have to do more mm -hmm. in order to attain God's mm -hmm. approval. And I'm really, I'm really big on this. No, you don't. You don't. You don't have to work for his approval or his goodness we work from his approval and goodness we are good gifts god never changes his mind about that now once we know the truth and once we understand okay this is what it means to walk fully free mm -hmm. in freedom this is what jesus paid a really high price for we're held accountable right and a lot of us don't like that accountability part no. And so when we're presented with a gospel 
that's really heavy handed on behavior modification and not transformation. What's going to happen? Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. We're going to move into work. So we're going to move into religious duty, thinking that this is what it looks like. Okay. Tell somebody that's addicted to pornography, addicted to alcohol, addicted Mm -hmm. to drugs, addicted to money. I mean, you name it, food, shopping, it doesn't matter. Put them in that kind of an environment and they're going to be beating their heads against the wall because they're not finding freedom. Because freedom doesn't come through our works. Freedom isn't about behavior modification. It's all about transformation. What does Jesus say? Be ye transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. It is in our thought life that the lies begin, right? A stronghold is ungodly behaviors and patterns that's based on deception. So the lie starts in here and then it begins to grow. Before Mm -hmm. we can even dismantle that stronghold, We have to identify that lie. And so I love how my husband um, says this. We're so good at dealing with the fruit, but we don't deal with the root Mm -hmm. because we see so many things through behavior, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, this person's not acting good or, you know, um, there's no peace in their life. And yet time and time again, we have to go beyond all of the things that we see, it, God didn't call us to live a life where all we can do is just hopefully get better, do better, be better, manage sin. No, we're called to run. Hmm. We're called to soar. We're his light bearers. We can't run and we can't soar if we're continually bombarded in our thoughts and in our emotions about how disqualified we are. Yeah. Right. Because Mm -hmm. then we have a tendency to turn towards our gifts. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a good preacher. Yeah. Signs and wonders. You know, there's all these incredible things that God is doing. Great. Who are you when you walk away from that platform, when you put that mic back in the mic stand, when you go home at night? What's your life look like? And this is what I love about Jesus is that he's so relational and so detailed that That matters to him so much. Who are you without all of the bells and whistles? Who do you see me to be? Mm. Because if we don't get that solid in our lives, I'm telling you, 2024 will wipe a lot of us out. Interesting. Do you have more insight into into that? Like, why? Why why will 2024 wipe us out? Because... What's happening in our culture mm-hmm. and the strong stance against Christianity and faith-based movements, yeah. even people on social media that are really strong in their values, biblical truths, mm-hmm. and they are getting hammered. Yeah, They are getting hammered. I have some uh, friends that are school teachers. It is a living hell for a lot of them in wow. the bigger cities. And so this is only going to increase. Mm-hmm. Like this is coming more and more to the forefront. I've got friends that used to serve God at one time, Jeff, right now, they are full blown Wicca. Wow. And they're like, nope, this is what's working for me. I see the good in this. And it's so sad to me because unless we have a powerful encounter with who Jesus is and the power of his spirit, other things are going to tempt us. Other yeah. things are going to pull us. And this is why it's so important yeah, it's really that good. we encounter Jesus, mm-hmm. who he is, why he died. Yeah. Why he died yeah. and rose again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the danger of, uh, you know, because people could go, well, how could, how in the world could uh, someone who was serving the Lord all of a sudden venture over into Wicca or, yeah. or, um, whatever it is. And it's because if you are focused on, well, there's probably a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons is because if you're focused on works and doing and, and yeah. yielding some kind of a result from what you do, right? that's, that's what that mentality offers is like, Hey, right. you can actually get the power you're looking for in an instant. 
Now, yeah. what they don't say is a lot of these people, you know, who've, especially if they've come out of this, they're very open about this is, is yes, there was instantaneous power, but it came at a great cost. Right. So there was right. all this darkness that came with this right. thing. Even someone who's a good witch, quote unquote, yeah. there's no such thing yeah. as a good witch. Right. But, you know, I'm a, I use only use light. I'm like, that is, that is definitely a demon or, or Satan himself right. coming right. as an angel of light, as it says right. in scripture um, to try and promise. But that's, that's where a lot of that comes from is I think that mentality that like you were talking about Marty of like, yeah. You just, oh, well, I'll lean on my gifts. I'll lean yeah. on this thing and I'll, I'll just focus on results. I'll focus yeah. on just producing and doing to, yeah. to hopefully make myself feel better or whatever it is. You know, and that's where that door can open to yeah. Wicca and, and yeah. cultism and all of that. Well, and just that, you know, striving um, to feel good. Yeah. Striving yeah. to, to um, have this sense of, purpose. Jeff, I didn't have my son or my daughter for a purpose. Hmm. I had my kids because they're my kids and I love them. Mm -hmm. I didn't pre-plan, okay, this is what my son's going to do. This is yeah. what my daughter's <laughs> going to do, right? Now, and if they God, don't do that, then then Yeah, you're uh, out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I brought you into this world. I'll take you out of this world. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. yes, you know and even in the kingdom of God, right? We're, we're often like, God, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? You are his purpose. Mm. You are his purpose. You are his image bearer. You have his DNA. You are, you are a salt. You are light. You are the love of God. He wants to flow through you. He wants, he wants to use you to bring healing to other people, not just to fill a void, not just to give some, you know, well, if you do this, then you'll see this happen. Just like you, you said, it's not transactional. Hmm. Wicca, Reiki, all of those things. There's always a transaction, right? If you do this, then we'll apply this. Um, if you lay this down or bring this to me, um, then I can read read your palms or I can burn the sage or whatever with Jesus. It's always transformational. We come to him. We surrender. We ask him to be Lord of our life, to reveal himself to us. Now all of a sudden he begins to work through our desires. Our desires begin to change and we begin to understand that, wow, this is how transformation takes place. He has already paid the price. Yeah. He's paid the price of what the enemy wants to constantly do is to remind you that you haven't paid enough of a price. Man, so he keeps us doing more yeah. and more and more. And then we're like, are we holy enough now? And the whole time, Jesus is like, man, you're worthy. Mm -hmm. I mean, think, think about the prodigal son. It's a story we know so well. But again, this beautiful example of the father, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. The son's like, I want my inheritance and I want it now. And so the father's like, okay, there you go. And then he goes and squanders it, all kinds of bad living, doing whatever he wants. And I'm just going to list a few because when, when it, it talked about, you know, his evil living, let's just bring it into today's world, drugs. Um, alcohol, women, you know, lust of the flesh, lust of the, whatever he wanted, he did. He had no boundaries. He was just going to do his thing. He was glad to be out of his father's house until he was not, until mm -hmm. he lost it all, right? And for him as a son to even think, gosh, when I was living at my dad's, I mean, even the animals were taken care of better. Maybe I'll go back. And instead of being his son, because he probably doesn't want me as his son because I've embarrassed him, I've lived so horribly, I'll ask him if it's okay if I just come as a servant. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, that makes me emotional, hmm. right? Because that right there is where we get stuck. 
Yeah. I am so messed up. I have screwed up so badly that would God really want me back? Maybe I won't be at my original status quo with him. But even if I could just serve and, and grovel um, and, you know, beg for my mercy, I'll do that. And yet what does the father do? in the Bible when he sees his son coming already from a far off distance and he ran to him. Mm -hmm. He ran to him. That was his approach. He was so excited right back to Genesis, right? Adam and Eve disobeyed sin. They were hiding. What did God do? Comes close, comes towards them. He's not disgusted by them. He comes towards them because why? He wants us to know that he is for us, that he loves us, that if we would too peek out from behind where we're hiding, he's right there. Mm -hmm. He's right there. He's yeah. not going to say, okay, in your messed up state, I want you to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And if you do that right, then I'll, I'll bring you back. Yeah. We have got to know that God is love and and when we talk about that he died on the cross for humanity to reinstate us back to our original design and purpose created in his image now we have access to the father relationships are restored that is a really big deal he paid a high price for it. let me ask you if he did that why then today would he turn his face against us why would he go against what he's already set into motion? But this is how the enemy comes at us every single time. And some of you right now, I just want to pause here, Jeff, hmm. because yep. for those who are struggling with addictions and behaviors that, that, that you know are just so disgusting and you're sick of it, and yet because of this wounding that's been done in your own life, there's been a deficit in your heart for the things of God. But it's not just those who never really knew God. It's ministers. It's those that stand on platforms. They also have been hiding and feeling like, God, you have given me and entrusted me with something so beautiful, and I haven't handled it correctly. Mm -hmm. In fact, there are areas of my life that are so compromised. And I am terribly afraid that I'm going to be exposed. Mm -hmm. You know what? Come close to him because he is coming close to you. This is the way to freedom. Come close. Draw near. Let the fire of his presence burn away everything that is unholy and that is tripping you up and keeping you stalled, locked, and blocked. Because what God has for us is so powerful, is so powerful. We are in a time and place where just as Moses stood before Pharaoh and God said, put your staff down and it became a snake. And the wizards and those in witchcraft who stood around Pharaoh looked at that and they said, we can duplicate it. And we're seeing that today. They too threw down their staffs and it became snakes. They did the exact same thing, mocking and defying the God of Israel, our God, saying, you think that's good? We can do it too. But then something changes. That snake that was once the staff that Moses put down comes and eats up all of those other snakes. This is the power of Christ. This is what is happening in culture today. And this is why when we have a God encounter, we begin to understand that he is the only way, the only truth, the only life. There is nothing better than Jesus Christ. There is no greater force, no higher authority, nothing, nothing outdoes God, outshines God. There's no greater love. 
That is the power that transforms. Hmm. That is the power that stands alone. That is the power that defies all other powers that are coming forward in culture today. He is the only God. And when we walk in that place of coming close to him, even when we struggle, he will begin to activate in us that which is his original design Mm. for us. You are my image bearer, daughter, son, minister. Don't run and hide. Don't buy into the lie that God is not good. Mm. Don't buy into the lie that he is somehow withholding something from you, that he would dangle some sort of a desire in front of your eyes only to tease and taunt you. He is not that way. He is so for humanity. Mm. I feel the Lord. I feel his zeal for people and the responsibility of, of, of believing who he is. I mean, when Jesus flipped over those tables in scripture, right? The merchant tables that were in the temple. And he said, the zeal for my father's house has consumed me. This is a house of prayer. My question for us today is, has the zeal of God consumed us and what we're doing with our bodies, how we're thinking with our minds, what tables need to be flipped today in our lives, not as a form of punishment, but because it has to go. It has to go because we want more of him in our life. And so when we enter 2024, our offenses, the things that we know we haven't really dealt with, the things that have tripped us up, right? Church hurts, church wounds, relational issues. Man, we've got to work through that and lay them down. Do not carry that over into 2024. Do not. This is our time to lay these things down, to lay them down at the foot of the cross and to say, have your way in me. God created me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Mm Cast me not away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Jeff, you know what? If if all that ever happens is my husband and I stand and he just strums a chord on his guitar and we just begin to worship God. And he comes in like a mighty wave, like like the sound of many waters, like the sound in the upper room, Mm. right? We will know is him. It's him. Mm -hmm. It's all by his spirit. Mm -hmm. It's all by his spirit. But the things in our lives that are not surrendered, because we're not quite sure if God is capable of freeing us, because maybe somehow we're disqualified and we really take a backseat. If we buy into that lie, we are so compromised. That is the agenda of the enemy for all of us, that we live compromised lives, void of power, void of, 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 of commitment to God. We don't walk in our authority and we put everything on our gifts, everything on our talents. It's not the kingdom. Mm. It's striving. It's self-sufficiency. He gets no glory out of that. Mm. Even if you hashtag Jesus to it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. I'm hearing a lot more messages like this too, which is like really grassroots. And it's obvious that God is like, Hey, like it is about me. And I think that we've, I feel like we've put a lot of, a lot of emphasis on skill and a lot of emphasis on gifts and all these other things. And something that I'm, you know, especially when I talk to younger believers, I feel very strongly about this and not just younger believers, but I'm like, the most important thing yeah. is your relationship with Jesus. Yes. And whether you've sinned, whether you're happy, whether you're sad, whether, yeah. you know, you're stressed about this thing or someone hurt you or whatever, yeah. the most important thing is what you do next after that. And that right. is to run to him, whatever yes. it is, you know, yes. and. And I think that, you know, I've often heard people think about, 
you know, over the years process, like, okay, well, what if, what if Adam and Eve had gone to the Lord and said, God, we messed up. We listened to someone else besides you. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. I'm not saying there wouldn't be consequences, but the outcome would have probably been very different because we see, I mean, Jesus sent his son. And that, you know, emphasizing repentance as a result of that and that there's grace and there's mercy as a result of there's forgiveness, there's atonement for sin because of that. And that communicates to us God's heart. And it's so easy to focus. Like when I was younger, it was very easy for me to focus on like Jesus. Jesus was the easy one to to focus on. And, you know, we had a filmmaker, uh, Darren Wilson on, who's done like a lot of great documentaries. And so we had him on and he actually communicated the same thing. He's like, for for years, you know, so easy for me to hone in on Jesus because he was cool. He was the easy yeah. one, but God yeah. was angry. God himself, yeah. God, the father was angry and he right. couldn't be trusted. And I'm like, right. God is the one who sent Jesus. Like, right. You know, and I think that that's something that God has done a lot in my life to repair that relationship with the father. And I mean, yeah. even look at like the prodigal son, there's an emphasis on the father, communicating yes. the father's heart. And and yes. even, even the prodigal son was like, oh, he's going to be angry at me. And, you know, if I can sway yeah. him this way, you know, to work as one of his servants, maybe he'll let me come back in. Right. And we see this reckless abandonment of, of dignity that the, the, of the right. father, when he sees his son, you know, and good. Uh, runs after him. And I think that that's something that God has done a lot, even within me to repair is that, yeah, like that relationship with the father. Yeah. Yeah, right. And I love the word reckless dignity mm-hmm. because really, I mean, that son was embraced. Yeah. Right? He was given clean clothes, you know, a new robe. He had a ring mm-hmm. put on his finger. Yeah. I mean, do you think the son for one minute thought he was deserving? Of course no. he didn't. He was like, no. This- <laughs> Yeah, like dad, what do you do? Yeah, very, probably very <laughs> you know? disarmed in that, you know, during yes. the process. Yeah. The, you know what? Exactly. Disarmed, completely vulnerable, which is so good, Jeff, because that's the state of humanity mm-hmm. when we're aware of our sins, when we're aware of our weakness, when we're aware of our addictions, when we are aware that we serve other gods besides God, we become vulnerable. Because we are shaken, because we are now aware and we can identify our brokenness, right? So when we identify our brokenness, we can get stuck right there. Because if I tell you or I tell somebody who who doesn't know God, like you and I might know him or who didn't grow up in church, when you've tripped up, when you were looking at porn the other night, when you got wasted in the bar, when you were shooting up, um, you know what? Just come close to God. He will, mm-hmm. he will forgive you. Well, the forgiveness part draws us. But the coming close to God is difficult. Why? Because we don't really understand who we're coming close to. Yeah. Right? So how do I come close to a God that in my thinking is like what you said? He's angry with me. Right? I haven't done penance. I haven't confessed enough. I haven't done this enough. Um, you know, repent, surrender, like all of those things. Yes, they're biblical. But if we do them just in order to come close, even those things that are in and good and holy of themselves become what? Acts of works. Right. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Yeah. So yeah. like even like paying penance, you know, it's like, I think we're yes. all guilty of that where if like you've sinned or whatever, and you're like, you know, no, I need to, I need to grovel for a little bit. I need to, right. you know, even though I've accepted his sacrifice, I've accepted the forgiveness, yeah. um, you know, because of Jesus blood, I need to, I need to put on sackcloth and ashes and, and roam the streets right. for a while and, and right. mourn and wail. And I've actually had the Lord say to me a couple of times, are you done? You like, <laughs> yes, right. Yes, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. You know what? God speaking to, um, was it Samuel in the old, 
Testament because Saul had died. Oh, yeah. And he said, how long will you mourn Mm. for Saul? Pick up your horn of oil. Okay. That right there is so beautiful. Mm. Right. How long will you grovel? How long are you going to be so self-absorbed in all of the things that happen to you? Because we cannot go in a time travel machine and go back. I cannot change what happened in my past. There are certain scenes that I wish I could change. There are certain memories that when I look at them now, I'm like, oh, that was so painful. I didn't want my life to turn out like that. I didn't want to sleep in my truck. I didn't want to be homeless at the age of 46. I, I, I was a mother with two kids. There are things that I can look at and go, I want that fixed. God is the only one by the power of his spirit that can come and heal these places in our lives that have actually become open doors to lies that we believe about God, what he can and what he cannot do. And especially in a day and age where we focus so much on qualifications and, you know, you're good at this and you look a certain part and, you know, you're great on a platform. None of those things are what God looks at as qualifications Mm -hmm. to be his his mouthpiece, to be his image bearer. We are all called to do that. Every single one of us. And that's why I love it that, you know, even in the state of Montana, where you don't hear a lot of, you know, powerful things like, oh, the massive revival is happening in the state of Montana, which, by the way, will happen. And you will hear about that. Yeah. But there are little churches, little home groups, little obscure places, men and women that will never, ever probably be seen and heard that God is moving through powerfully that he is, that is, and he is, he is highlighting them. He can trust them because they come to him just the way that they are. And it's not about the show. It's not about the bells and whistles. It's about, Hey, put your staff down. Hmm. There's something that I want to do right now to display my power to those that are mocking me. And I will be God. God does not need me defending him. But what he does need is for me to turn over any tables in my life that have a bunch of merchandise on them that's not glorifying to God, but that I need for my own comfort. Hmm. All Marty needs is God, is Jesus every single day. Jeff, when we were praying just before we hit the record button i'm uh-huh. like lord the most important thing is that the heartbeat of who you are comes through this program yeah. because i don't know yeah. how many people are watching some people only want to hear the wow stories yeah you know what i want to know his heart i want to know who he is what he's called me to do the way that he thinks about me when i begin to understand that man i'm going to come close to him Mm-hmm. I want to come close to that kind of a God because yeah. I don't have to carry my shame and my guilt. And I don't have to think that all I'm called to do on this earth is to manage my sin. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, just on the topic of idols and even just, um, I'm hoping this comes out right, but I was just thinking about how we can even turn. idol. I think a lot of people have turned uh, other people's experiences of God yeah. into idols as well, because it becomes yes. this thing that's unattainable and you're right. always running yourself against that comparison of like, well, but like, yeah. I don't have an experience like so-and-so or this person. And, and then, yeah. you know, it's like, you just focus all of your attention into right. idolizing and envying someone else's experience, which was in many ways tailored to their relationship with God. I mean, it's a fruit yeah. of that. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, you have so much emphasis on that. And I think one of the big things that, you know, we've since day one have really tried to, to push is like your relationship with God, yes. listener, your yes. relationship, yes. with God, not theirs. And the, the, the byproduct of you listening to someone come on and, and give an encouraging testimony or uh, testifying of an experience yeah. they had with the Lord or a teaching is that you then turn around. And you look at the Lord and you go, 
let's do this. Like that, it, it yeah. should stoke yeah. a fire within you to propel yes. you forward in your relationship with God, not yeah. propel you towards said person giving yeah. it. And look, there's nothing yeah. wrong with going up to writing Marty and being like, Hey, I really need prayer with this. Please right. do. Please right. do. But your, you interacting with Marty is not, that is not the missing ingredient for you and your yes. relationship with the Lord. That's it's not. <laughs> That's so good. And that is, and that is exactly it. You know, we, we can run to the father. Do we need community? Absolutely. We need community. I mean, that, that, that's one of the biggest things I think that happens uh, when, when we allow the lies of the enemy to come in and uh, cause us to think that we are so messed up and disqualified, Mm -hmm. right? We don't want to be close to people. We want to hide. We we don't want that accountability. That's why any other object, person, place, thing that I give my attention to because it gives me a temporary feel good, that's an idol other than God, right? You'll have no other gods before me. The only reason I would want any other thing to fill a void in my life is because Jesus is not yet the best thing because I don't understand him that way. I don't know him that way. There is no better person than Jesus. There is no higher power than the power of his spirit. But when we don't understand that, because we either we haven't been taught it or we haven't encountered God that way or, or, or we haven't read the scriptures in that light, He's just a Sunday Jesus. So that's like diet Christianity. Yeah. Right. I'll go to church on Sundays is my, 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 my diet Jesus day. And then on Monday, you know, I go back and I do me time, whatever I want to do. It's me yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So those that that's living with idols. That's mm. idolatry. And I'm going to serve that, which serves me then. Right. Instead of doing like Jesus did, I didn't come so that you would serve me. I came to serve you. Yeah. I came to wash your feet, right? But void of Jesus, void of coming close to him, understanding that he has called us to be his image bearers, that we are not just good, but that when he created us, he said, you are very good. Jesus' death and resurrection on the cross reinstated us back to that original design and intent right and then the enemy comes and bombards humanity with questions of oh really you really think that was the motive of god no you're you're still completely flawed and and, and screwed up and i need to keep you in a cycle of religious works so that you don't fulfill the call of god on your life which is to what be salt and light mm-hmm. right be salt and light And so anytime when the Holy Spirit begins to awaken us to these broken areas of our life and we invite the presence of Jesus into those places, those idols will come down and you will begin to experience freedom, not as a result of your works, but as a result of his love, Mm. his love, his love his love. Anytime you come close, his arms are wide open. There isn't any single time where he's going to go, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I I, I don't want you close right now. Yeah. I have he's never going to say know, that. <laughs> he's never going to say that. Yeah. I've got, I've got this little puzzle piece. Okay. And I woke up the other day with this thought. It's super tiny. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's actually pretty insignificant if you just look at it. It's, it's not like I'm going to put it in a centerpiece or anything. Right. It's just just a puzzle piece, right? Yeah. It's small. I could lose yeah. it. It's like, okay, well, whatever. You know, it's, it's not like it's adding anything to my Christmas tree this year. It's just yeah. a puzzle piece. Uh-huh. However, we are all part of God's grand design, right? I mean, imagine the most beautiful landscape puzzle Mm -hmm. 
take one puzzle piece out, this little insignificant piece, mm -hmm. and now look at that entire landscape. Where's your eye going to go? To the missing puzzle piece. Which is not so insignificant anymore, is it? Right. It's actually a really big deal. This is us. You are a puzzle piece. You are linked to another puzzle piece. Your identity in Christ, who you are, what God has called you to do is highly significant and very important to the kingdom. That's so good. Because in the grand design, you help complete that image of who he is. And so if you're stuck and you're, 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 you're bound in your thoughts because of the lie of the enemy that you can just be discarded because you're really not that big of a deal. We're going to miss you. Mm -hmm. We're going to miss you because we need each other. We are linked together. So for those of you who have felt insignificant, like this little puzzle piece, because you've looked at your past, you've looked at your behaviors, you're hyper aware of your thoughts, and the enemy has highlighted to you every single thing that is so messed up and wrong about you, that even the desires of your heart to do the things that, that you believe God has called you to do seem impossible. I want to break that lie over you in the name of Jesus. Yeah, so good. Because you are his prized possession. You matter. First Peter 2.9. You are chosen. You are royalty. You are called. God does not apologize mm -hmm. for you. He wants to move through your life in power. He wants to do through you and for you, what you have longed for him to do, that is of God. That desire is holy. And the other things that would try to take over in your thinking and in your life, those things right now, we just lay at the feet of the cross of Jesus. We just lay those things down right now. And Father, for every listener that doesn't know how to resume their journey in you, for every listener right now that is struggling and stuck because they haven't fully believed that you completely 100% love them. Lord, I pray by the power of your spirit that they would feel it even through this broadcast. God, every minister, even those that are continually harassed in their minds of you should have known better. You should have known better. Why did you mess up? You should have known better. That shame and that guilt is completely obliterated in the power of your presence and of your love. Today, pick up your piece of this puzzle, this grand design of who God has called you to be, and not just your piece, but also. His peace, P-E-A-C-E, -E, his peace, that striving for his approval, striving for his goodness would no longer be what fuels you, but that it would be out of sheer desire to come close to him, to know that you are already his prized possession. And every other thing in your life that screams and shouts, that says you aren't, must bow, must bow at the name of Jesus. There is no higher name. God has, has given Jesus the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that he is Lord. And that is exactly what we do today, God, we bend our knees. We bend our knees in the face of all opposition with the loudness of the sounds around us. God, we bend our knee and in that place, he will command silence. Mm. He will command every storm to be still because he is God. Mm. You are his child. Come out of hiding. He's got such great plans for you. We can hold our heads up. Jeff, I'm telling you, we've got a lot to be excited about mm -hmm. because this mm -hmm. is the best news. The best news. 
This is the hope. This is this is what this is what we share. This is what we give people. You know, not how how to attain, you know, high status of this this and that. No, right where you're at. Right where you're at today. Man, you complete. You complete what he's created, his divine design. I love that. Mm. I'm a necklace. I'm a earrings. (laughs) Suddenly the puzzle piece has value. (laughs) Maybe I will put it as a centerpiece. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, that spoke to me so much as I begin to study. I'm like, Jesus, thank you. Yeah. Because then, I mean, with that illustration too, it's like, I think, oh man, it's like, you know, you tell people like, oh, you matter and your purpose and all this. And I've heard people even say they're like, yeah, but not me. And I'm like, see, right. that is a lie. And then with an illustration, like a puzzle, I'm like literally every piece of that puzzle yeah. it yes. has meaning. It does. Yes. On its own. It doesn't look like anything, you right. know, like once you put it in, you're like, Oh, right. That was actually the piece that tied it all together. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we don't see that until yeah. we see what, what his design is Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so important this is about him always not about us yeah and that is why it's so beautiful when you see that missing piece you're like that was so super important even if it was just the color brown Mm -hmm. yeah it's a big deal it's just like the the reality of like god who God says we are is important. And, and, and I'm like, that's the same voice that spoke life into existence. Yes. Has spoken purpose over you and said who you are. And I'm like, is that not something we can stand on? It absolutely is like the same voice that spoke life into existence has spoken your destiny and who you are created you to be. That should yes. have some weight, you guys. That should yes. have yes. Uh, an insane amount of weight. So. Yes. Yes. If if God is creator, which is really the first attribute given to him in scripture, in Genesis, mm-hmm. God created. If he is creator, then I am created. Yeah. If he is love, then I am loved. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the hierarchy. I can come under that authority because, man, that is beautiful. That's the kind of authority. That's the kind of lordship that is completely safe. It's it, it's where we are most at home, most at home. And that's what's so beautiful because then we don't fear God in the sense of I'm terrified of you. We know that when he looks for us, when we've messed up, we can take a breath and come out of hiding. It, 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 it's just like, Jeff, who else does this for people? Yeah. Right? What, what a price Jesus paid for us. That humanity matters this much. Mm. It's powerful. It's so powerful. Yeah. So, uh, Marty, what would you advise people, just in closing, you know, this is airing on a Friday, which means people, some people, a lot of people are going to have a little bit more free time. Uh, Is there anything you would advise them to do uh, this weekend, especially if they're really feeling this message of like, yeah, man, I, this is hitting close to home. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think the most important thing, and I have done this myself is I literally have to um, mess up my routine Mm. and and what I mean by that is it's almost like when you turn off your iPhone and you have to do like a reset. Mm-hmm. I often have to do that for myself because it's my tendency and my nature, um, you know, to prepare and to study and to get into the word and to read and check that off. And that's all good. But this weekend, I'm not saying don't do that, but make your time and your prayer time, and your focus time, just reflecting on the goodness of God and giving gratitude for that. Mm. Really, truly understand what he did and be in that place of awe and wonder because we are quickly losing it. Mm. We can capitalize on great topics, but the majesty, the awe and wonder of God and his great love for you 
meditate on that this weekend. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Think about how important that is, that this little piece means everything to him. Mm -hmm. Everything. You mean everything to him. Mm -hmm. That's the advice I'm going to give. Yeah, so good. Um, so Marty, how can people, how can people follow you? And if, if, if any ladies out there would like to reach out to you for any, uh, counseling coach, life coaching, how can they do that as well? You know what? They can reach me through my website. Uh, there's a email address on there. If they just want to go to the website, um, Instagram, Facebook, they can send me a message there as well. Um, at this point I, I, I'm basically doing online coaching and counseling. So anybody that lives close to me, um, one-on-one, -on -one, not so much anymore, just online. And um, yeah, I'm, you know what? Keep me in your prayers. I'm, I'm writing my story. I'm writing, writing my book. Oh, that's awesome, Marty. So my time has changed a little bit yeah. and yeah, it's Very good. Exciting. Very so do you have an ETA on that or are you not really having a time frame on, on finishing and releasing it, but you know, Jeff, you said ETA and I just felt like my heart started racing. I got hot and sweat <laughs> because I actually do better under pressure. No, I need an ETA. Yeah, okay. I actually need it. I have to do it. And um, mm. yeah, and this is a whole new thing for me because it's really difficult for me to sit mm -hmm. still and just write, you know, I'd rather do a million other things and decorate my house and, you know, yeah. <clears throat> stuff yeah. like that. But I get it. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do yeah. stuff you don't want to do. Yeah. But it's going to yield good fruit. Yes. Within the next several months for sure. Very cool. Very exciting. Well, um, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll get an update on that next time you're on and, and all that awesome. good stuff. So Marty, thank you so much. I, I, this, this was really refreshing for me. I, I really, oh, really, good. I even really benefited from it. And sometimes you do need to hear a message of just like a reminder of like, yeah, like do Jesus, yeah. Jesus, he's legit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus is legit. That's yeah. Good. Absolutely. Yeah. So everybody have a wonderful weekend. Um, again, get on the merch train. Elijah fire has merch. Go to ElijahShopper.com. type in Elijah fire and you'll see all of our merch, or you can click the link in the description and it's up for pre-order right now. Uh, cause we're still waiting for it to come and who knows, you know, recording is on a, a Tuesday. It could show up tomorrow on Wednesday, this airing on a Friday. So it could be available and you'll get it like next week. That'll be awesome. But, um, yeah, Get in on that, you guys. Shirts, hats, mugs, all that stuff. So uh, not not hats. We were talking about hats before. Hats like, are hats coming. <laughs> no, shirts, mugs, stickers. So, um, and we'll add more in the future. So we love you guys. And uh, we'll see you on Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with our guest who is TBD as of this Tuesday. We don't know who it is. So... So uh, it'll be a surprise for everybody. So we love you guys and we'll see you on Monday. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. Today.